Hello everyone, welcome back to Autistic Assemble, which is this is the last episode of the series. So it's gonna be it's gonna be re really cool. Um I've called it the reunion. Um so this is kind of reunion slash finale uh, episode, uh because it's the last one of course. Um so um I'm gonna everyone to introduce themselves. Some people have been on the podcast before, some people well I, I I say that everyone has. Um so that's a bit silly really. Uh but some people have been on a few times, some people have only been on once. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. And some people here even have their own podcast, which we can talk about that maybe a little bit into the episode. So I'm gonna start everyone to introduce themselves. I'm gonna start with Evangeline. Um if you can introduce yourself first. Hi, my name is Evangeline. I'm an MS candidate at NYU in integrated marketing, and I'm looking to go into um, either luxury marketing, consulting, or entertainment marketing. Yeah, lots of marketing. <laughs> Great to have you back, Evangeline. Um, Va Valerie, do your introduction. Hi everybody. Um, my name is Valerie Genero. Um, I'm um, autistic.musician on Instagram. Um, uh, yeah, I, um, I'm a musician and um, I've been studying um, nursing as well. So that's kind of like my background. Um, I just found out that I was autistic last year when my son was diagnosed. Um, and it's been really interesting just learning everything and getting to connect with the community. So it's been cool. Yeah, there's, there's the community is very big, um, isn't it? Um, you see so many people out there um, who have autism. So it, it's, it's great that you found that community over the last over a year. Um, and then here, here you are. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great to have you back, um, Valerie, um, because we had a good episode. We talked about music and stuff. So it's, um, yeah, um, I've got I've got something to share about music, actually. Um a little bit into the episode um but um but yeah great, great to have you back um valerie um nick do you mind doing your introduction hi i am nick i am an autistic and neurodivergent individual i host a podcast called neurodivergent chat i've been doing this for the last three years i was diagnosed with autism at seven and currently I am getting my bachelor's in political science and public policy. And recently this week, I just passed a neurodiversity and disability rights resolution at my university's academic Senate. Wow. So that's pretty much exciting. That is exciting. You have to tell us more about, about that when we go through the episode. But before Will introduces himself, um, we've got Barry who's joining us, who's just coming in now. Um, so we're gonna, I'm gonna let him in. Hi, Barry. Hello, guys. Sorry, I'm a little bit late. No, it, it makes it even more funner that you're late. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant because last time when we did the podcast last time when I was your guest, I was super early, like yeah. a half hour earlier. Now I'm like 15 minutes late yeah. today. So my yeah. apologies to everybody. So, yeah, I'm Barry, and hello, nice to meet you all. Well, th thanks, Barry, and I don't, you're not the only one who was half an hour early as well, so you're not on your own. <laughs> oh, fair enough, mate, fair enough. So, yeah, I'll let you carry on, mate, yeah. so do whatever well, you got to do, buddy. Thanks, Barry. Um, I'm going to put you on mute, and then you can do your, uh, like a further introduction after Will's done uh, his introduction, and I'll hand it back to you. All right. Cool. All right. 
Um, so, so Will, if you mind on you doing your introduction. Yeah. Um, hi. I just, I just spilled a load of crisps, so I'm trying to clean that up as, as well. Um, yeah. Probably really no need to. Um, really no need to uh, inter intro. Flipping out. I can't speak English tonight. Um, yeah. Uh, I uh, I am the auto biker. I run the um, Instagram thing of the same name. Uh, been on this planet 22 years, nearly 23 years. Uh, this May, uh, been diagnosed autistic for since I was eight, so a good 15 of those years at least. Uh, musician, railwayman, God knows what. Yeah, it's... chaos. I am chaos. <laughs> It's a great introduction, Will, because um, I'm, I'll say this every time we do it. Like we, we, we you're you're used to coming on here and and and, and spilling uh, everything. So it, it it's great to have you back. Um, so Barry, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to you. I'm gonna come back to you. If you mind just doing a little bit further of an introduction, maybe say um, maybe when you was diagnosed with autism, and just maybe a little bit about yourself as well. But you're still on mute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hi. Um, my name is Barry. Um, I'm, I've just turned 40 years old though this year. So I've been around for a very, very long time. I was diagnosed with autism when I was like three or four years old back in the 1980s. And that was during the time when I believe autism was like a new music rave scene, like a part of an underground club sort of scene and that, which, you know, it wasn't well known, but, you know, it was out there and that. So, yeah, and that, uh, and, you know, that's basically just me. And I've been doing a lot to this world and, you know, used to be a YouTuber, but also just trying to enjoy life the best I can, really, to be fair. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. And we had a really good episode, didn't we? We, we, we talked about around like autism. We 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 spoke a lot about around Doctor Who because we, we we like Doctor Who. So um, yeah, we, yeah, we spoke around about that, and we have a few people here who like that too. So um, it, it it's it 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 was great fun. Um, and since then we've got a load of announcements on on Doctor Who itself, haven't we? So oh that, god, yeah, yeah, that, absolutely. The one though the other day. So well, yeah. as we we're recording this though in April, whenever this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, speaking of music, actually, because we we got a few people in here like music, um, a soundtrack um composer who who ran Doctor Who from maybe two thousand and five to two thousand and seventeen, has has now come back. Um, and he plays some really good music. Um, like uh, whenever I whenever I um write up episodes after this, uh, any episode I do, I listen to the the the, the composer that's just come back because his music is all unbelievable. Like. So the soundtracks are awesome, and I think me when, when me and Valerie had a, we did our episode, we we spoke a lot about my soundtrack and, and music in general. So um, and I, I even said that I think I, I remember I said I, I like certain soundtracks because they they music does really help us. I think. Yeah, I agree with that, buddy. I think that is a great thing about with music and great thing to go back. Yeah, music is awesome. It is, it is awesome. It's it's everywhere, really, isn't it? Like if you ever watch a film, if it, if you're walking down the street, 
Um, to, to, today I, I I went to the football. Um, at my at my team I support. Lots of music. Very busy. Um, so how did the game go? Did you get automatic promotion? I know it's off. Yeah. Topic. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, yes, well done. Yeah, got got automatic promotion. It's the busiest I've ever seen it. Um, mm-hmm. it's the busiest I've ever seen it. Like it had all parties and parades and and everything. And I left before the end because I didn't want to be in the mix of everyone um um going on the pitch because they got promoted and it would have been too hectic. So I left early. Uh, purely to get back for this podcast. <laughs> um, um, but even if I didn't have a podcast, I would have stayed. No, wrong. I would have gone. I wouldn't have stayed, um, really. Um, but um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, Nick, if if you wouldn't mind, and uh, just saying a little bit about um what you've been up to, like you said, I think that I've had progress since we lasted our episode. Just talk a little bit about that. Well, uh, <laughs> where to start? Okay, well, obviously, I last time I was on your show, I was talking about um, playing an event in, for my political science club involving neurodiversity and politics. It was a, we had our event about a week ago. It was really good. We didn't have that big of a turnout, but it, it's our political science club, and we hardly have a big turnout as is except for election night um but then a few days later after our event came to an end we were no, my, my disability justice club was notified that the academic senate was good to, was going to do a second reading on a um resolution involving you know protections for disabled and neurodivergent students on campus they did the second reading and then they did the vote on it this past Tuesday, and they all unanimously approved the bill. So that's really exciting. Six months or actually a year for me, my friend who is also autistic, he worked on this bill for two years. So basically a year of planning and six months worth of research really paid off. Yeah, it it, it sounds very good, but very exciting. (laughs) Yeah, it yeah. really is. Yeah, so it sounds like you've been keeping really busy. Yeah, I've already burnt out as is, and I got finals in the next two weeks. Hmm. Yeah, it is that time of year with like lots of exams come up and everything, and like um, it, it's crazy. I think these next two weeks is a bank holiday Mondays in the UK. Um, so it's it's crazy we get we get a nice holiday, but um, but it's 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 a very busy time of the year, um, because things finish, which can be good. So you have a nice summer break, um, but at the same time, um, it's a it, it's it's one of those like with autism in, in routine, isn't it? Because like um, things stop. It's almost like you you have that momentum throughout the year, and then around this time kind of time, and then we head into May like things stopping it and then you want to find things to do um and it's it is a could be a struggle does anyone else like feel that like feel like like uh it could be a bit of a struggle when this time of year comes along and things finish oh yeah definitely for me especially because I have two young kids so I'm like constantly in burnout like all the time (laughs) 
<laughs> it's so hard to like keep up with like everything, especially when I have like appointments to go to. It's like, oh, it's, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I get it. We work because work want me pretty much every weekend that they can they can have me, and I and if I'm doing stuff through the week as well, it just yeah, I'm hauling about yeah. fifty hours a week on the railways. So it's it's not the best, but it's not the worst. It keeps me in beer and beans, so I'm happy. Just yeah. let just work a slowly learning that yeah, I need time off occasionally. Yeah, definitely. Just want to echo what William was saying. Um, for me, I only got like one more semester after this, and then I'm just playing for summer classes. I'm trying to apply for you know internships, you know, for public policy firms, and you know, it's really. <laughs> This time of year, really, you know, one, I'm glad the semester is ending well and I get a small break, but in, in essence, I always get really burnt out and, you know, depressed this time of year because, you know, I've been working too hard and then finals, exams, it's like anything can happen. where I've had to take part back and lately I've been trying to calm myself back a little bit by taking more nature walks and trying to get out a bit more and that and that's what I did those today and trying to get back into back to work and I'm really well enjoying getting there. But yeah, it kinda of happens so that's why I think of that. Yeah. Yeah, it is it's it is it happens a lot where we we get we get tired. Um, if you've gone out for the day, you don't, you don't, you, don't, you just feel really tired. So it's like it's, um, sometimes I'll go out and I go to sleep, and then my mum will say, you "Should be asleep. It's daytime." <laughs> and then um, I say, "Yeah, I know." Uh, and then I um, and then the thing is, I won't sleep at night, and I go better like. I, I relate to that somewhat because uh, I do nights. Hmm. I'm on tonight. I'm on. Uh, I'm moving rail tonight, actually. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. I've been awake all day. Been at the opticians. At least I can see. That's a good thing. Yeah. I don't need glasses, so again, that's a good thing. But uh, yeah, I've been awake since nine, and I start at twenty-three forty-five, so quarter to midnight. And I won't. And we'll um, knock off about four, five o'clock tomorrow morning. Yeah. Yeah. I would not hardly sleep at all because I'm pretty up during the day and that because I'm much more of a day person. Then I call this guy who's been for like seven years and yeah, it really messed me out and then it left me in tears again and that decided to leave and focus on day's work. So that had a small effect for me in that as well. So yeah. Yeah. Um it is a very it could be action packed days. Um because we don't know what's happening tomorrow really. Every day's different. Like uh, but I actually speaking of like daytimes and not, not night times, I actually really like night times because it's I find it really peaceful. 
um, and you get no messages. I don't really get any messages, and um, uh, with the exceptions if I'm talking to someone from America, maybe maybe the daytime for them. Like, <laughs> so um, I am very, I I have a night, I, I'm a night owl, I think. Um, um, yeah, it is one of those things where we like it or we don't. Um, and yeah, um, so with burnout, guys, um. Do we like? Do you think we get this? Is do you think we get this like all year round, or do you think it, we get it like certain periods of the year? For me, it's basically every two months. Every two months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me. It's roughly every three months, give or take. It 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 depends how much I've been doing, because um I've got a lot of quality work because um I'm going for the level three tech apprenticeship, so I've got a lot of stuff to do now, and um to not to put too fine put too fine a point on it, I'm gonna be at home a lot more, so that you know that's all right. But on the plus on the upside. <clears throat> it means I can recuperate more after a few shifts, but I'll, you know, I'm close to burning out as is because I've been working, you know, 40, 50 hours a week. So it'll, it is what it is, though. I've just got to do it. Yeah. It is, um, it is one of those things. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard because like the way that they like work people is just crazy. I mean, I'm like, I'm really an advocate for like the four day work week. I think that would be so much better for everyone. I think it's, it's really upsetting that they make us work so much. Like, I mean, it's capitalism. It's like, they just want profits. The, the, the NAF bit for me is cause I'm technically agency. I, I work for a subcontractor to network rail. They, they want me pretty much, Every day of the week that I couldn't actually do it. We're hard capped at doing a 72-hour week. Um, however, they will, you know, that, that I'm knocking 40 hours a week, at 40 hours in the midweek at least, Monday to Friday. So I start at eight, finish at four, and then on the Friday and then on a Saturday night like tonight, I'll go out and smash out 10 hours. So that's me. I occupy pretty much from 10 at night to eight next morning so i'm knocking on a 50 hour week yeah in the pre in the previous weeks i've done 54 64 hour weeks near enough which is you know it pays well but you have no life and it exactly yeah i'm i'm getting to the point where well it's not even that worker starting to learn with me like okay this guy's reliable but for heaven's sake it's time for a bit of time off and i i don't spring anything on them I make sure they know in plenty of advance, but even then, when they start taking the mickey, asking me to cover people's shifts at two hours notice, it's a case of, well, where is it? And if it's too far for me, or if I'm too knackered, no, I ain't doing it. Yeah. yeah I've had last year now, they've asked me to come in and do overtime at my shop, and I'm like, are you kidding me in that? And then I'll be like, no, can't do that at all. If they would even do like half an hour notice sometimes. Really get me under in that altogether. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean by that. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one to get right because, excuse me, 
um, with what I do is it's actually very labor intensive. You know, I, I'm, I'm driving a shovel every day of the week, pretty much. Well, not a walking every, every day of the week at the moment on the Metrolink. So I'm doing, I'm a lookout. So I'm doing an intensive job anyways, because I'm, I'm the one tasked with the safety, making sure no one gets hit by a tram. So, you know, they're hard to miss a tram. You can't miss them. They're bright flipping yellow. But <laughs> even so, they're hurtling at you at 50 miles an hour. And it's a bit, yeah, you got to make sure you're switched on. So there's that. So you get home and you're knackered because you've been concentrating all day. And then when you do a Saturday night, I mean, tonight, thankfully, isn't going to be too strenuous. We're just moving rail. But there have, I've done nights where we've been shoveling nonstop. Shovel, 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 shovel. And I moved about a ton of ballast in the night. And those are never pleasant. Yeah, I used to work at um, Tesla and they had us building cars. Um, and so like, it was really labor intensive because I was on the line and I'd have to jump up in the car and like drill a bunch of holes really quick and then like get out and like do some stuff on the back and like- Oh, the... I couldn't the... do that. Yeah, I really it... couldn't do that. Too too much pressure. Yeah. I mean, I'm... The, the universal law of the railways is hurry up and wait. So if I may, if, I'll, if I can lay it out for you, a typical Saturday night for me will be rock up, sign in, I rock up the, the advertised start time, and then we won't get the possession. So we won't get our, you know, you can work order kind of thing till about midnight, one in the morning. We'll get that. And then we'll, you know, like everyone on boys, load all our tools on and get on. And then we will work through till about, when, if it's a Saturday night, if it's a block on a Saturday night, we'll have to give it back by six in the morning, Sunday morning. So we're normally off and clear for about five o'clock, four or five o'clock at the absolute latest. Um, if it's a weekend block, then we have to wait for our relief to come in and our relief shift normally come in. It depends who's running the job. If it's Amy, they have three, they're, they're on a three shift system. You have the morning, afternoon, night shift. So we normally hand over to the, mo the morning shift, which comes in at about six. So yeah, it is what it is. But when it comes to the, well, when it comes to CRSA, they'll have you till eight, nine in the morning, which is, especially this time of year when it's starting to get light and it's like, oh, great. And I've got to try and get sleep while it's light. But mm, it, it, as I say, so it goes, big deal. It, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be hard for anybody, you know, like even neurotypicals, but especially for us as neurodivergent people, like it's autistic people, I think it's it's really hard because like, I mean, we do experience the burnout and then anything labor intensive or anything like you said, you have to concentrate really hard on. It's 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 not a great job for us to have, I think, because it's well, just it's really exhausting. You, you say that, but I actually quite like being a lookout because it gives i've i'm tasked with the safety so yeah. it, it, it's basically a challenge to do my job to the highest standard that i can do it in yeah. other words make sure no one dies yeah <laughs> but um no I, I take pride in my job and i make sure that everyone's you know everyone gets home safe yeah. because and you and have that's, a really that's what important i take pride job. in yeah and that's yeah. good mine yeah. was just like definitely building cars so i mean like... i did I, I i was a machine shop apprentice for about 10 months before i got this railway lock it was before covid actually and oh eight hours a day 40 hours a week sat pressing a button eight hours a day pretty much and i just thought nah this isn't for me 
I'm level three qualified in machining and welding and all that. But no, my, my home's on the railways. My home is on the railways, grafting. There you go. Yeah. I, uh, uh, <laughs> I, well, now, now that I'm shifting more to like nursing, it's like uh, the labor intensive thing was good because like I lost a lot of weight <laughs> and that's something that I like you know um like well I, I actually I, I struggle with like um body dysmorphia a little bit so uh -huh. I, think, I think a lot of autistic women do um but so I mean that was kind of like the benefit of it but it was just like I don't know anything anything too labor intensive or where I have to concentrate too much is hard and then the nursing is kind of hard because like uh, the social aspect of it um and I'm like I'm so shy and so like it's hard for me to like um like thing is, sometimes so every night every every shift that i'm out and uh all that i'm out i'm out slamming smashing stone on nights and i'm i'm enjoying it but at the same time it is heaven it is so heavily labor intensive it absolutely just i can get i'll get home after a night shift and i'm just like Ugh, i'm done in Will and Valerie, I just want to let you know, um, try find jobs and, you know, opportunities that, you know, arouse your interests and, you know. Well, this is the thing. I've turned good. my hobby into my job. Hmm. My hobby is railway, so I've turned it into my job, hmm. which is something I take, I take an immense amount of pride in, especially because I'm now going up the ladder. I'm, I'm going from being driving a shovel it's now up in the uh, going up in the world. That's that's really exciting, dude. Like you know, you're also doing the pain increases, that's... so that's better. Yeah, you're doing things that it makes it more happy. worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. It is, um, but it's good. Like when you find things we we like to do, um, like um. Like well, you you mentioned like sleeping their day and because it's light out. Um, uh, like one thing I would suggest with that would be uh, like if you had like maybe um, black blinds because it, it clears out all the light. Um, and you you just put it on your window and then it, uh, like I I I went to a family. Uh, I remember my family. Um, I mean, it would have been a few years ago now. And then um, and then you didn't want to see. It was annoying because. I would see the light out of the window. So I'd put them down and then I'd sleep like a baby. <laughs> you get the really, really thick, not thick, thick curtains or something like that. I would actually cover the sunlight and that. Most of the time it actually did work, but there was a couple of times when if I was in a really foul mood or something like that, it wouldn't work. I'd be like, oh, I'm just thinking about that. Like, but after that, it is actually very very effective way of actually doing all the night shifts and that you know when I used to do night work and that but yeah you know I will say I, I did enjoy some of my night shifts and that when I did it back in the day but it just wasn't for me in the long run though really but you know everybody's different and I think that's the beauty about with life altogether in my view so yeah yeah that, that's it we're all we're all different we all like different things we may like similar things we we found um but we all like to uh like raise awareness and raise acceptance of um autism and being neurodivergent um like those terms. the thing is yeah 
I find it a I, I kind of find it a string to my bow because hmm. I'm not out to prove myself or anything. I, I know full well I can do it, but it's more a case of I'm out to prove to the world that yeah, okay, I'm not a math genius, but I can graft. I can I can graft with the best of them. I'm not the best on the shovel, all told, having said that. But it's not like I'm not good at anything else. I'm actually better with the hammer than I am with a shovel. Mm. I'm smashing clips in. That's that's me. I'm happy. And, I'll... and the thing is, most of the supervisors, nine times out of ten, if I'm busy on a renewal site, and then people that know me know I'm good with a hammer, they'll just say... Do you want to go and crack on behind that clipping machine? They're like, yeah, sure. I'll go and clap. I'll just get whatever missed, and I'll go and crack on. And that actually worked out in my favour because I was up in. Uh, I was doing a job up in Morley. Now I was part of the Trans Pennine route upgrade. So uh, the Trans Pennine route upgrade. Quick bit of background is the railway that goes through the Pennines, which is the spine of England. So between Lancashire and Yorkshire, uh, from Manchester specifically towards Leeds. Uh, we were doing the route um, via Diggle Junction, so that the, we were the other side of Huddersfield, sort of Batley Morley, Cottingley area. And I was working up towards Morley Tunnel. Now they're moving Morley Station back to slacken the curve off into the tunnel, but um, that's necessitated renewing the the roads there. We call a a, a, pe- a given pair of rails, so a set of running rails, we call a road. Now we were on the down. And the, you know, the down and up, so we were on the down road. Um, we'd just stressed it, and it was just being clipped up after being welded. So I'm this clipping machine's gone through and clipped everything up, but it's missed a couple of clips here and there. So I'm going going along with a spanner, sorry, not a spanner, a uh, a puller, or what we call an inserter, and a hammer. So anything that's missed, if I can get it with a hammer, I'll just I'll just slam it in. But I came across a cable that had been torn off by the clipping machine. And rather than um, rather than just you know, oh, never mind that. No, I, I reported it because that means that we can go home. Because if not, someone else would have spotted it and uh, we would have been there. So S and T were notified, signal the telecoms, and they came and did their thing. Oh great, my dinner's ready. One moment. Someone else talk. I actually had a question for Nick. Um, I was wondering how you got into like the political stuff. Like, um, is that? Do you think that ties into the autistic sense of uh, justice? <laughs> yes. Um, it all started when I was in high school. I was my AP um, American government class. Uh, my professor, no, my teacher, well, college professor. Um, my teacher, he wanted us to get involved in the 2016 presidential campaign in the primaries, and um, for my senior assignment. It, to graduate, I, I phone bank and campaign for um, Bernie Sanders's presidential campaign, and then I, I enjoyed it so much that um, I did it again, and then I became and I was a video journalist for uh, my school's news network, my school district's news network. Um, I also did, you know, I recorded for Secretary Clinton's presidential campaign. So I get did two presidential campaigns during this <laughs> So yeah. And then I volunteered for her campaign after the she clinched the nomination. And then I fully got into, you know, politics um in 20 
2017, 2018, when I heard that they were going to, that Congress was planning to gut the ADA's um, funding. And when I first heard that, I was like, no, 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 no. I am not going to sit on the sidelines because I was a psychology major and psychology and I weren't clicking. So I decided to switch my major to political science. And I I decided to get into the political arena. I campaigned for um, my governor, Gavin Newsom's campaign in 2018. Um, I supported um, now Vice President Harris's presidential campaign. Then I supported Senator Booker's campaign after Vice President Harris dropped out. Then I supported um, Senator Sanders again. And then I supported President Biden's campaign. <laughs> I was all over the place in 2020. Um, but the way I got into advocacies, like after, you know, working all these campaigns and, you know, during the pandemic, you know, had this big, you know, cultural awakening after, you know, the events of George Floyd and Matthew Russian's arrest. And, you know, I really got in touch with myself and embraced, you know, more neurodivergent voices and, you know, heard more of that. I finally felt like I was comfortable in being an advocate for people who looked like me who talked like me, who had the same ideas as me, and that carried over from after getting my AA in 2021, now to university where I'm almost on the verge of getting my BA, and now I'm on, I'm getting ready to look at you know master degree programs for my masters. I I love what I do. I just love being a public advocate. There is sometimes, you know, you'll get heckled, you'll get, you know, harassed saying, why are you, you know, spreading all this stuff? Like, because recently I had, you know, had messages saying like, you're spreading false information. And one person accused me of spreading, you know, Andrew Tate style theories. I, I don't do Andrew Tate style conspiracy yeah. theories. <laughs> but if, if I was face to face with Andrew Tate right now, I would literally punch him in the mouth. Yeah, um, <laughs> deplorable. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't let nobody deter me for who I am. I I just feel conf confident in my well-being. And, you know, even though there is sometimes, you know, some people think that the stuff we do will make them uncomfortable, but this we're just sharing our experience so that you can have a better understanding of what we go through. Yeah. We're not trying to make you uncomfortable. We're just trying to tell you, you know, we may do things a lot different than neurotypical people would do. We that doesn't mean world. that, yeah. Right, go ahead. It doesn't mean that, you know, we know, we don't know anything. I mean, we know right from wrong. We are not trying to bother you. We know what, what boundaries are. We know what respect is. We, we just basically, yeah. we, we, if, to phrase it in the in in the way I'm in in the way what I'm getting what you're saying, is we can understand stuff. We know what's what. We know how to do it, and we're trying to share how we sh how we see the world because we may take a neurotypical person and a neurodivergent person. 
give them the same problem and you will get two different solutions. I tell you now, because I've, 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 I've done that myself. Someone's given me a problem and someone and someone else the same problem. And I've come at it from a completely different direction. And even then somehow got it done faster than the person who went about it, the conventional way. Yeah. On the, on the, on the face of that as well, just let us be us. Don't be trying to silence us for heaven's sakes. I mean, obviously there's a, there's a fair, there's a fair amount of give and take there, but you know, you can read into what you, whatever you want, but you know, just let us do us. Heaven's yeah. sake. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's really important too, because I mean, like the experts believe that Albert Einstein was, you know, autistic. And so it's like, we have really great contributions to make. And it's, it's so sad that so many of us are just overlooked. Yeah. I mean, and people think that, you know, we'll, we are basically going to resort to nothing, which is certainly not the case. We got a lot of things we want to contribute to the world. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what, that's why I want to be like a public advocate, you know, or, or, you know, for, you know, fight for people with, you know, disabilities that have been, you know, left out and, you know, been often ignored. And that's why I worked on, you know, I'm now, I'm the vice president of my poli sci club. I organized that, you know, this neurodiversity and politics event. And that's why I work with disability justice to get this neurodivergent and disability. And now um, our state wants, you know, to support it and and um, want to make it a state law. So you're you're here in California because you mentioned Governor Newsom. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm from here too. And, yes. Yeah, and I'm also a big um, Bernie fan. I love Bernie Sanders. So thank you for working. <laughs> yeah. Didn't really I, I have I had a I had a Bernie Sanders T-shirt that's um somewhere, <laughs> and I had two Bernie buttons that's in my drawer. <laughs> I, I I have like a politics, you know. You know, treasure trove. Um, I have I have a Bernie Sanders T-shirt. I have a Hillary Clinton T-shirt. I have a Vice President Kamala Harris T-shirt when she won the presidential campaign when she became Vice President. I have a, um, oh my goodness, yeah. I I just have like this like pro Democratic President treasure trove of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. starting to make my own collection too. I want to get some more. Some more stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I want to get I want to get more into um politics and everything. I want to take some more um political science courses and start getting into the activism because like I mean there's a there's a lot to be done, you know, and especially since I have kids, you know, I I'm really invested in making sure that like our community has more rights and more understanding, so yeah. We just want to, you know, make things, you know, a world equal for everybody, you know, for you, for me, I would just wish, I just hope one day more neurotypical people can see that neurodivergent people do belong here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they do. And like, there's, it's, it's really funny when we talk about um, politics because loads of people have all sort of, it gets really heated. Um, I, I've had conversations with my friends. I say an opinion, they say an opinion, and they say what, what, and then it it just gets already heated. So it's like um, it, it's really good that you um, that you do like to do that um, Nick, because um, it's not an easy path to take. 
going down the politics route um because everyone has lots of views and lots of opinions and if you say one opinion you're under attack this is why i this is why i couldn't be a politician and this is there's a there's a, a joke this is a sort of a british humor thing so this is where i could upset someone so i'm going to try and not to do that but nine times out of ten politicians are promise you the world and give you nothing yeah, this is the thing in 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 the UK. Mm. Yeah, not to try and incite anything, but the government are kind of a laughing stock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you you have a par- yeah. parliamentary government, dude. Um, yeah, they're uh, about as much use as a wet paper towel. Yeah, they are really You're about doing... as much use as a wet paper towel, and it is laughable to watch them go about doing their thing because. Ah, Shout at each other, order, order, blah, blah, blah. And the thing is, just nah, politicians not to be trusted around here. Nah. Yeah. We feel the same way over here, especially with. I I mean, I'm going to get a lot of heat for this, I'm sure, but the Republican Party over here has turned into just, I don't even know. I mean, they used to at least be a little bit respectable before Bush, but then I think Bush. To me, all politicians are as bad as each other. You're not to, they're not to be trusted. And, if, and anyone who says they want to be a politician, ignore them. Don't trust them. Because yeah. I, I couldn't, I wouldn't trust any of the politicians we have in this country as far as I could throw them, which isn't very far. So, no. no well, no, no, no. see, over here, because we've got um, people like Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. And um, I mean, people like in the progressive movement, they're not taking like corporate PAC money, which is, I think, a lot of the reason why we can't trust politicians these days mm. is because they're getting paid, you know? Yeah, there's, there's, too, there's too many backhanders, yeah. far too many backhanders. We, you saw it all through COVID here. There were that many backhanders, we just thought, nah, nah, yeah. this ain't, this ain't going to fly. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I um want to repeat everything Valerie says. You know, um, back like almost a decade ago, everybody was taking corporate money. But um, right now, I'm not gonna say everybody, but a good majority of you know politicians are not taking corporate money because they know how damaging that is, and that caused a big rift between um the constituents and um your policies. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I try. I tend to avoid politics most of the time because it's a massive can of worms. I don't like opening. I mean, I, I will discuss it if it's the topic of conversation, but most of the time, I try to. Um, I try to keep out of it because, knowing me, I can get pretty heated about it, and it tends to wind me up. So uh, the less said, the better for me. Yeah. If I if yeah. politics is involved, if I'm quiet, that's good. Yeah, I totally, agree. I totally agree with that. I think for me as well, when it comes to politics, I try and stay away from it. It's like jumping into like a really, really hot water. And once you step into it, you can ignite a massive flame that could actually embolden yeah. this massive debate. I'm like, what it's like going on? I, uh, I used to feel sorry, that Paul. way. I, I, I used to feel that way. Like I, I and I, especially with me, because like, I, I, I'm so sensitive to people. So like when I'm arguing with people and then they like say something mean, I'm like, I want to cry. But I think it's, I, I think it's actually really important that we get into politics as autistic people, because I, I, there's a lot of people who want to 
take I mean everyone's rights away but especially people who are just like different you know yeah. that like yeah. understand that they don't know so I, I think it's really important for us to be politically active because I mean if we don't you know that like there's a lot of like really terrible things that could happen yeah so. I mean yeah. I can understand that but there are some times where there's some opinions where you could actually kind of like yeah I think you should still be involved with politics in general just gotta be a bit just gotta be a bit careful with it you know like I I have noticed that but I think if we can do it the right way, then we put I totally agree with that. Well, just be a little bit careful, but that's just me speaking. Yeah. Um speaking of um government and po- poli- um politics, I actually got invited around the UK um parliament. Um it might have been I think early last year. Um and um it was I, I declined. I I did I did I I I didn't want to go uh have a tour around the, the parliament but it, it was quite funny because um the, 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 the annoying thing for me um with politics is like lo, 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 like most of us here say it's very hard to trust and um especially what happens what has happened over the last few years within the uk um government like lots of things have come out and leaks about lies and like people keeping secrets and and then and then they end up losing their job like um Oh, Bozo the Clown. Yeah, like, <laughs> and and it's annoying, and it's very confusing as well. Um, it's very confusing to to keep up what is going on, really. Um, like it, like with the lockdowns, maybe when you get told to go in and out and in and out like a yo-yo. So, um, very confusing, especially for autistic people, neurodivergent people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was twenty twenty was a year. Well, to be fair, between 2020 and now has been one giant blur for me. I only started working 21, but even then that took a bit of uh, doing. Yeah. Yeah, I will admit, when I was working throughout COVID, I found a bit of table as well. I still had to work during the whole lockdown. I had to make sure I didn't have to stay. But at the same time, we didn't have to stay. For me, for me, it was actually like heaven where I didn't have to do with people who can't support me. I'm going to cover a lot of Romans. So it does have its wits and turns on COVID, in my view. So now what we're doing is we take on the hand before COVID and after COVID. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a bit hard to hear, but I think I heard you saying how um uh, the pandemic was a little bit, um uh like, more fine for you than it was for other people is that kind of what you were saying because yeah it, I feel the same way like I, I mean I was pregnant um during the like when the pandemic started and so um like they let all the older people at my work um stay at home because you know it was like targeting older people and then I said hey you know I'm pregnant and I'm scared can I stay home too and so they let me stay home so I was kind of just like staying at home still getting paid so that kind of worked out well for me and uh, as an autistic person not having to be around other people like because the, like being at work was draining my social battery especially like being so tired from being like pregnant and stuff and so it actually worked out okay <laughs> for me the social battery theory to me makes a hell of a lot of sense because at the same time you're when you when you sleep you recharge that battery and then it, it wears down over the day and various bits and bats and this, that, and t'other. other. Um, but for me, 
I've always been a case of I can I can make my social battery last, but it depends on who I'm around. If I'm around people that I know and I like and I'm I really enjoy being around, it'll it last forever. You know, I can I can talk and chat and do whatever for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours on end. But if I'm around someone who gets on my wick, annoys me, talks to me like I'm something they're trodden in, yes, I have to work with someone like that. I get tired of that really quickly. And there's only so much you can take before you you have to say, hang on a minute, don't talk to me like that. Because it, and yeah, again, it's something I don't want to get into because I know what, I know I can get pretty, you know, I can get, not nasty, but I can get pretty, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I can totally understand that. Um, Yeah, like, I mean, I feel like most comfortable when I'm around other neurodivergent people. So like my best friend has ADHD. And so I get that too. Yeah. (laughs) So like being around her is definitely like less draining than it is being around. I mean, it's like, even being around somebody that I like, like love and like, I'm just like, we like get on like so well. Um, It's like, I still need my space sometimes every once in a while, but it's definitely like easier to be around people that like are neurodivergent, yeah. I think. Yeah, I see, agree with that definitely as well. Definitely, yes, definitely. Because mm-hmm. yeah. neurodivergent people I've noticed are more accepting than neurotypical people. And I think it's because we share the same struggles. You know, we share the same overloads, same this, same that, same the other. Whereas a, neurodiver- a neurotypical person would go, what? Yeah, they just yeah. don't get it. <laughs> you know, they look at you as if you've got three heads, two arms, and a, three heads, three arms, and about five feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard because, like, I mean, our brains are wired differently. That's like... We, the whole... it, it's like NT people are on Mac OS and we're on Windows. <laughs> I think you know, I'd in some that, like, yeah. weird <laughs> kind of alternate universe. Kind of like look that, at the other way around. Yeah. We said that we're the Max and yeah. those. That's why Yeah, I, we're the Max. Yeah, but at the like, same um, time I have this pathological yeah. ideological hatred of Apple because of their oh, oh, marketing. I'd father rather have an iPhone, Android. <laughs> I got an iPhone. Oh, they never show their Apple device. <laughs> yes. Just because last time I had a Windows, it ran so slow. I was like, what is this? <laughs> even though even though my laptop is Dell, it's um yeah, it's Windows. My iPhone, <laughs> I got an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> my mom got an Android. No, oh, got, well, you know. The, the thing that bugs me about iPhones, and this is a, a personal pet peeve, so this is just me, but Apple have this thing where they've somehow buried in it some software where if you want a third-party charging lead, won't charge as fast, won't transfer data as quickly, mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten, it'll, re- it'll say it's charged up, and then as soon as you take it off charge, oh, it's back down to 2%. Yeah. And the only way you can fix that is by getting an Apple OEM lead and... Uh, they're charging more for that than they are the third party ones. So yeah, this that doesn't fly in my book. No, I agree with you. I think Apple's like pretty um, I mean like predatory, I'd say. Yeah, they yeah, predatory, yeah, for sure. Yeah. At the same time, I have I have in the back of my head gone, hmm, I might get a second hand iPhone 8 just to experiment and lark about with. 
But in the end of it, I just go, well, it's it's an extra charging lead because Apple have this proprietary weird connector. I'm sorry, but USB-C is the way to go. Yeah. Or I'll just and I just go, well, for the same spec as an Android phone, I can be paying a lot less. Fair enough. Yeah. Yes. Twelve hundred, thirteen hundred pounds for a phone. Yeah. I will say though, really, I think yeah, you know, I used to love Apple with real passion before Steve Jobs died. But then when Steve Jobs died, I think they turned into more of a mainstream sort of business. So I can understand yeah. why yeah. some people may not like Apple for that particular front. Uh, but however, though, I still for me, yeah, it still keeps me going a bit. Even if it does pay out a bit more, I find them still pretty good on their user interface design. But that's just me. But the thing is, I agree with you about the Steve Jobs thing because he pretty much just came in and like kind of took Wozniak's idea and made it like super profitable, you know. But yeah. and then they've just started. They've just seen the they've just seen the dollar signs in their eyes and just and just carried on ramping up prices. Where right. Samsung, you'll get an equivalent phone for okay. You still pay. I, I'm paying a, 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 over thirty six months. I'm paying about a thousand pounds for the S twenty two, but at the same time, you'll get more storage. Uh, you'll get probably better longevity. And when all said and done, if you break this thing, parts are readily available and you can do the repair yourself effectively or can take it somewhere where they'll do it. Whereas with Apple, you've got to book it in an Apple store and you won't get it back for the next three weeks. And it's just it seems like a whole load of messing about. I, I nearly said something else there, which I'm glad I stopped myself. Um, it just seems like a whole lot of messing about for nothing. Absolutely nothing. Never actually had any problems with any of my Apple devices ever. They, all they've done here is just like you've been out of date and that. So I've never actually had any issues with that. So I think it's also because I'm yeah, it's also because I'm seeing seeing it from the point of view that everyone I know that I've seen has a cracked screen on their iPhone. So all I'm seeing is they're overhyped, over fragile pieces of rubbish. Now I'm not, I'm not going to say that they are, but that's the impression I keep getting. Yeah. And I think that's something to link it back to the neurodivergence thing. I think that's what people are seeing with us. Anytime they see someone, people like us, or anytime they see news coverage, they're seeing someone who's tired, just had a meltdown, completely over, and they just think we're all ticking time bombs, which is completely not the case. And I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say an, an Apple iPhone is probably just as good as your top-of-the-line Samsung Notes or the S22 Plus or whichever. Or a Mac is as good as any of your gaming computers or whichever's, because that's what people use. Yeah. Anyone in art will use a Mac because you get better programs, whereas, if, whereas for Windows, I'm, Windows is better for gaming. Each system has its own distinct advantages. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's and that's what we've got to see in other people. Yeah. Folks with ASD or neurodivergent, whoever, have their own advantages over NT folk. And the people need to stop, need to see past the label and actually think, hang on a minute, let's use that because they have more sorts of advantages over this for doing this. Whereas NT folk can do this really well. Yeah. And somehow make it work together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got into iPhones really was it was, it was it was part of YouTube between like 2007 to 2014. It was like really underground at that time. And then 
the YouTubers really loved all the Apple devices and all the Apple stores and that. It was like brand new for everything. Steve Jobs was all about and that. He was getting rich and successful banks to open out Pixar again and that. And well, and then when I saw it, I was like, wow, this is really cool. And then it spread it on to my entire family and we stuck with Apple ever since. So we were, I was part of that when they were underground and that before they started to think about what you said is about money and that altogether. Well, the thing is as well, the um, the Apple, the latest Android, Android 13, I think it is, and the, and the latest Apple iOS, they're near enough the same in their, in their UI and functionality. Mm. It's only the back end that's different. What you see on the screen is perfectly reasonable and it works perfectly. Mm. So it's more a case of... And I've, I've heard that Apple aren't happy about having to go over to USB-C, but in honesty, it'll do them better in, in, the, in the long run. It's only because they can't sell their own proprietary leads that they're getting uppity about it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they, they can't sell them because the new the new new generation aren't going to have any. They've still got to support the older iPhones that have got the lightning con- connectors. So... It makes complete sense. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I I I I completely agree with what you're saying. Um, everyone. Um, about phones and. And it's funny how we got into this discussion about phones um, in the first Yeah, but it's pass. a good analogy. Yeah, it is. It is. It's completely right because, like, that's how we are treated, like, a broken phone, uh, a smashed phone. Um, and people would want, like, like you say, you see a lot of people, they don't, they, they, they don't do it. They don't take care of your phones, but, like, a person is more important than a phone. But oh, God, yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, that goes when... without saying. Yes, yes. Um, but um, but actually, when talking about burnout, actually, um, you could actually relate to that in a way with your phone with the battery percentage um, on it. Um, like how 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 much maybe you use your phone, it goes down, and your phone is burning out, and uh, and that can make it like like us during a day doing lots in a day burns your battery percentage down and down and down until you're on red where you're you're really um burn out to that point as ever the man's right yeah that's it yeah um but it, it, it i, I there is a thing on the phone where you can go on low power mode. <laughs> I don't think we can do that. No, we that. can't do that. <laughs> we can't do that, unfortunately. Um, I wish we could, though. Yeah. It would help me out tremendously, especially <laughs> especially in build-ups and night shifts. <laughs> it would be very helpful, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I, um, sometimes... Um, it's quite funny because once I, there was a scenario where uh, a family member did not know what low power mode meant, so I had to explain what it meant. Um, and <laughs> they, they, they uh, this particular person said, "I don't want to go on low power mode. Um, 
uh, I don't know what it's going to do. And I say, uh, don't worry, it's fine. Um, it help it help you go on your phone for a bit more. Um, that that's the whole point of low power mode. So, um, your battery don't go dead. And it actually looks better, I think. Low power mode. You rather have a yellow on your screen or orange than red. That's just dead. Um, mm. but, but um, but yeah. Um, but that that is the thing now. Like we're getting more of these um tech and like like, like we've talking about our stories online now. Um. Which um, long time ago, maybe um, in the old days, we wouldn't have been doing this. We we wouldn't have a phone. We wouldn't probably have a PC or computer. Or yeah, however we'd we're probably be sat in a, in a room filming this. Yeah, yeah, we'd probably be in studio. It'd be very hard with the likes of uh, maybe um, Valerie, uh, Nick, and Evangeline, um, because of course you guys are overseas, and um, I imagine me, Barry, and uh well we're in different locations in, in the uk so it would be very hard which is why we have this it's good we have this software because if we didn't um life would be boring um we we we'd be staring at a wall all day um which isn't fun um yeah we would have to socialize in person um which mm-hmm. I, which i think especially over the lockdowns and those those last few years that have, that, that have been passed um We've 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 managed like for me I think it's been it's been beneficial like um speaking to people over here online that like the the amount of people that you do meet like we we said at the start of the episode that there's so many people out there who are neurodivergent um but uh, the, the annoying unfortunately around this time of year because um when it's acceptance awareness month. So I came across it last year. I've come, I've come across something again this year where um, autism is undermined um, by uh, certain people. Last year was uh, also something that an organisation said about autism disease, but this year um, saying how um, labels, so say like in school, um, a lot of maybe autistic people get labelled as naughty, don't they? Um, and on this particular thing, I saw that this person said that people don't like being labelled naughty, but they're okay to be labelled like ADD, ADHD. And I thought that was awful. Uh, that, that, that was awful to say stuff like that. Considering this individual um, said that they work with neurodivergent um, people, but not people who are autistic or who have ADHD. And it was awful. Like I read all the comments and everyone was telling them to, to, to take the post down and think about what you're doing. Because I, I always say, I, share, I always share information that um that you know is right to share. Like, you don't share things that you're... So I'm not going to share something yeah. around, something that I don't know. Like, you have to like be... It has to be really protective. You have the right to... It's, it's almost a case of you have a right to speak, but hmm. at the same time, you have a responsibility to check your facts. Yeah. You know, as, as, uh, as my dad would say, open engage your brain before you open your gob that's right yeah yeah it's it, it is always pop and the, the annoying thing is this the certain person um didn't um would reply to comments and um not engage in the, in the right manner um so that, that the way they would respond is like they are not wrong they, they actually think they're right uh, in a near typical mindset really it came across as um and it, and it's it's crazy like 
that, but that, there, there are people out, people out there. We don't maybe see them as much maybe now than maybe maybe two years ago. Um, but it's one of those things with why we do what we're doing now is why we got we hop on podcasts to. But it's why we do certain maybe posts on social media. It's why we do a speech. It's why it's why we do yeah. this stuff. Um, um, I mean, and it is good to do this stuff. But like we say, it's but it burns us out. Like repeating ourselves maybe and half a dozen times and um and it does get tiring but at the same time if uh, I, I always say if someone doesn't understand say it a load of times so they get annoyed with you and if they get annoyed with you you're doing the right thing because it's sticking in their head and they, they, they're probably going to go home and or, or go on the internet and research it um what it is um but the the, the annoying thing about the internet it can it can have the right thing and the wrong thing about a certain thing as well yeah 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 definitely definitely um so so guys um lots of things before we finish um uh, because we, we've spoken about a lot um today um and we speak about the dark it's starting to get dark over here in the uk <laughs> um it's um, still light out here yeah in the us i, I imagine it is i imagine it is um yeah, yeah, I I I saw Barry. Um, like because you, I I see actually like like through your windows. It was very light when we started, and then as time has gone on, it's got dark. Um, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna let everyone have a chance. I'm gonna say your names, and then um, because uh, <laughs> I'm on a game show, I'll say your names, and then and, and you can speak. But um. I, I'm going to say your names um, in no particular order. I, I like when I say that, in, in, in no particular order. It, it, it's like being on a game show. Um, but we're not on a game show. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, to um, say your name. Say any advice or last words that, that you want to say. Um, and then um, I'll do a roundup after you, you, you've all said it. So I've forgotten who I said first last time, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to go my left to right. So I'm gonna start, I'll start with you. Valerie, if you have any advice, maybe last words, uh, you can say that. Um, yeah, uh, I'd like to say, um, since we were talking about it a lot, um, like, uh, um, I think, you know, as autistic people, um, I think it's important for us to share our voice um, and share like what we have to say. A lot of people have tried to erase our voice, you know, autism speaks. Um, so I think it's just really important that we share um, our experiences and um, our values and everything, so. Definitely, definitely. Um, we always hear about autism speaks every year, don't we? Um, especially around this time, um, because autism speaks is, uh, um, are they they're not very good are they um the, 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 the way they do things and um but um it, it's good it's good we highlight them but i i said this on a we came across this conversation yesterday when i did the reunion episode for yesterday and what i said was is because we, we talk about every year how, how bad autism speaks is and they do everything wrong and bad and bad but they still do the same thing like like every i i, I bet you now Every year, you're seeing your Autism Speaks page, a starter pack or something to get rid of, uh, like, to cure autism and stuff. You'll see it every year, and it's not changed. Like, every single year. And I think it's crazy. The amount of time, the amount of us say we're against it, and it's very rare you have people are with it. I have, I've seen a couple of people that are with it, and 
like it's the same with the puzzle piece and the the, the infinity symbol um which um because it, it all depends how you're educated how you're brought up i think that, that, that's what it comes to like if you're educated around like certain terms or how they identify um so i think now like like um a lot of things change, like maybe with the uh, term Asperger's, a lot of people don't use that anymore. We, we, we just use autistic. Um, so a lot of things change, and which is why we have so much education around it all. But uh, thanks, thanks, Valerie, for, for uh, saying about that, because we, we didn't speak about that today. Um, Will, um, do you have anything to say? Yeah, don't listen to Autism Speaks. Um, that's, well, that's one thing. But the, the, the other is... Um... Just do just do what you're gonna do. Just if you think it's right, just do it. But for heaven's sake, question anything you're told. Find the facts, and whatever you do, make sure you don't um, don't say the wrong thing, kind of thing. Always research what your material is that you're going to talk about before you go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, I I, I completely agree. And yeah, it, it's about anything um like um anything you put online or always always think about it before you put it online um but i think at the same time you whatever you put online not everyone's gonna like it like and yeah and just you, you, you just, just gotta go accept it. the fact that someone's gonna you're gonna yeah. upset someone at some point i yeah. think what i'm trying to say in simple terms is engage your brain before you open your gob yeah like but what what i always do if i put something on that maybe it's maybe uh, a trigger to people. I put I put at the top of the description trigger warning kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I did that um a few months ago, and um I got I got a message um back from someone saying um can, can you not post that Mason I I don't like it and I I said you didn't have to see what Why I put are you on reading the post. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the thing is they they said um this certain person was autistic so I sympathised with them and I said. Yeah, and then I said, if you've read it, and I said, oh, I didn't read it. I, I just looked at the pictures. I was like, oh, the, 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 there you go, next read, time. Yeah. <laughs> read the manual kind of thing. That's it. That's it. And uh, But yeah, thanks, Will. It's been it's been great having you on again, um, as always. Um, Barry, did you, did you have any, any advice or any last words you want to say? Uh, yeah. I would say uh, just... I would say, yeah, just be yourself. Just be out there. Be creative in what you can do and can't do. Always accept help if you need help. You can understand where the help comes from. And, yeah, you know, like uh, Will said, yeah, just be a bit mindful. Research the stuff. Um, use your brain instead of uh, before you actually speak and that. You know, get help with like, Go to uh, people who may understand that. And, uh, yeah. Um, that's all I can say though, really. And also, yeah, I'm I'm another one that just like all these autistic people here yeah, that think yeah that you know as um, in a dot food terminology, autistic people need to be exterminated. Like, that's the impression I get from them at the end of the day, even if they're mine. But yeah, that's 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 me. Thanks, Barry. Yeah, I I I I completely agree with what you're saying. Um, because yeah. They were from Autism Speaks, um, definitely. And yeah, very good. Um, Nick, um, go to you. Um, yeah, I just want to echo everything that Will and Barry and Valerie all said. Autism Speaks sucks. That's a good thing. I, you know, don't wear their shirts anymore. Um, 
I know on my last episode, I said, you know, never give up on your dreams. But I want to say for this episode, give neurodivergent people a chance. Let us show you we belong and that we have a lot to contribute to society. Yeah. And we do. And we really do. We do. We we, we do. And yeah, like we're, 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 con- we're doing that now. So, um, aren't we? So, yeah, I completely agree, Nick. Um, gr- gr- it's, it's great to have you on again. Um, thanks. Thanks, yeah. Mason. Thanks, Nick. Um and Evangeline, do you do do you do you want to add on any add on anything? Um just remember that like you matter to this world and um you don't know what's coming. So even if things are really hard, you just have to keep having hope. Yeah. Us. I think hope is a is a good word because yeah we, we it's always good to have hope on 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 different things around maybe autism I mean like like doing your dreams like not like, like Nick said there but yeah I I, I completely agree um with what everyone is saying um and it's great to have you all back for the reunion of um autistic assemble um and yeah to anyone listening um and watching today we hope you've enjoyed it as much as us um. We could be on here as much longer. With there's so much to talk about, I always say if you could have a um, could have a a lesson around this. Um, <laughs> and like there's there's so many different things. But um, this is the last. Uh, this will be it for all autistic assemble for um for this year. Um, but there's always going to be autism episodes now and there. Um, on the podcast. Um, all the time, and there's all there's different series coming all the time as well but uh, i hope to bring autistic assemble back next year um maybe i'll call it autistic assemble 2 that maybe become a bit of lame but <laughs> yeah. uh, like it, it's an improvement on last year for those who tuned into last year's or some people who were involved in last year's i just called it the, the autism series i was i didn't pick a name but this time i did and we had a logo and everything for it so it's great and it's great to have everyone here today Valerie, Will, Barry, Nick, and Evangeline. Um, I'm glad you've all come today. Um, from different time zones as well, which is really cool. Um, that we can all hop on a call and and just speak about autism, really. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna finish it there. But um, to, to everyone listening and watching, and everyone here, I'm glad we've all done this and enjoyed it for the last episode, the finale. Uh, but yeah, I hope you all have a nice weekend rest of your weekend when this airs it will be monday so from the past have a good weekend but from the future have a good rest of the week (laughs) thank you